You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling good. Today's Black Monday, which we usually look forward to, but then sometimes coaches are so bad, they just all got fired too early. Well, yeah, so, so. Lovey didn't even make it past midnight, so he was a uh, mm-hmm. uh, he did not make it to Monday. He was a Sunday firing. Can we talk about that for a second? I said in the patron chat, I feel like you're going to make me edit this out. But, like, last year... The rumors were that Houston and there were there had been that crazy Sports Illustrated article about the fact that Houston had basically hired this like, you know, evangelical like cult leader guy. And like, maybe that's uh-huh. not a fair description of him. I don't He's know. He's gone like, now anyway. Yeah. And, and like how like the whole like front office there was kind of crazy. And then they had this idea that they were going to hire Ryan Fitzpatrick, who uh, had just retired as a quarterback. Josh no McCown. Co- Josh. Sorry, McCown. Josh McCown. I've been mixing those two guys up their entire career. Two me. Jets veterans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh McCown, who had just retired as an NFL quarterback, had no coaching experience in any level, uh, but had been in Houston for a number of years. Uh, They're going to hire him as their head coach. And, um, you know, and then you had sort of uh, the, the not surprising takes about, oh, look at this, like, you know, a white guy with no experience gets a job. And then. The Brian Flores story happens, mm-hmm. and then like like within like if I if my memory serves within like forty eight hours out of nowhere the Texans and I was oh we've hired Lovey Smith, and so there were some who theorized well that- right that was one of the three right it was Flores Lovey and and McCown I believe it was the opposite order right? we already knew the Flores story when they were when when they were making a decision no 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 that's what I'm saying Flores gets fired and then right after that. When he, by the time he was announced as a finalist, I think we already knew the the Flores story because it came out the second he got fired. I think. But who was announced as a finalist? Uh, as as a Houston finalist, as Flores was announced as a Houston finalist, we already knew the other. Whatever, it doesn't really matter. Okay, well, okay, so, so maybe I'm wrong. My memory was, or at least because I remember people speculating that look, the Texans are tanking this coming year, 2022 anyway. They don't really care who their coach is. And they're uh-huh. taking one for the team. The NFL is having this PR scandal and they're trying to distract by saying, oh, look, oh, look, we've hired an African-American coach, even though Lovey is not like the whole argument in favor, uh, uh, like uh, uh, the whole argument of sort of like the 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 racial bias against hiring NFL coaches is not that retreads who've been coached multiple times get other jobs, right? Like that's right. What it's Lovey basically is. what they're trying to avoid. Yeah, Lovey is a black Lovey version of that. Those yeah. guys are usually white. The idea yeah. is to bring in new people, new faces, um, yeah. new people who are getting opportunities. And instead, they just quickly went and hired like a, a black guy so that like the NFL could have cover. Oh, Flores got fired. No, Maybe. I'm not going to ask you to do this. I think no. I think in hindsight, Lovey, I'm sure is at, more upset than any of the other fired coaches today. And well, I think but, but this is the so. question. So why did they why did they hire a guy who was in his 60s who no one else was considering as an NFL head coach in 2022 um, for and then fire him at the end of a year? Like, did what did he do wrong this year? Did they expect to win more than three and a half games? Like, you know, were they like, what was the goal this year? What did he fail to do? Unless it's because he won yesterday. and They were so pissed he won and cost them the number one seed. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, well, of course, not, the then the that's literally win. floors. Then that's the owner yeah. punishing you for winning. And then that's a scandal. Yeah, uh, you saw the writing on the wall when. um when he what's it called when 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 he uh uh had the, they had the leak that he was like sort of begging uh for the meeting and to keep his job and he he saw it listen they were terrible they were the worst team in the league or you know now the second worst team incredibly unfair to lovey does he still gets paid right he gets four years probably yeah and you it, know, is it unfair 12, him? my more. assumption was he was going to be their one max two years anyway and then by the time they drafted their quarterback of the future then they'd be bringing a new court coach anyway and they this way yeah. they don't have to saddle the, the the new coach with all these losses because they were going to get a dozen plus losses this year no matter what, right? 
And they were actually more competitive in a lot of games than people might have thought. I mean, look, they're bottom five in record and, in, you know, in differential and all the stats. So, you know, they weren't good, but. Yeah. Uh, very unfair. Um, I, I, I mean, to me, the McCown thing makes no sense because he should have been a coordinator. This like his only experience was high school. So like if he really wants to be a coach, he's got to go do something. You never it would be completely unfair for basically anybody. I mean, it's Jeff Saturday. esque. I know he's a quarterback. It's a little different, but and people are arguing, should... well, Jeff Saturday hiring gives him cover to do it. Well, I don't think so, because Jeff Saturday has been an unmitigated disaster and everyone's mocked them. Uh huh. Right. The Colts have totally bottomed up the last six weeks. No, for sure. Um, Yeah. To me, it's. And now it's like, yeah, Houston, you know, fired Cully after one year, fired Lovey Smith after one year. Four years, four coaches. Incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so totally and, rudderless. They don't know what. Now that is not now. What's his name? Easterbrook is out of the is out of the picture, and they do have the second pick and the twelfth pick. So it's not while there's not a ton of talent there. Uh, it's not a complete wasteland. They don't have a lot of bad contracts. So it is if for the right GM and and, and the right coach. It, there are worse jobs in the league, honestly. Well, I mean, they're kind uh, of starting from scratch. A little bit, but it's starting but from they scratch have, with they have top 12 picks. I mean, you saw sure. like, teams can the Jets and the Seahawks went from bottom feeders to mediocre. Um, and Seattle uh, has more know. picks coming. Yes, very quickly. Um, and I mean. The Jets could have too. In in you know, in hindsight, they just happened to pick uh, Zach Wilson second, but they could have already yeah. been been there. Yeah. Um, in terms of other jobs, so Kingsbury gets fired today. Tyler, uh, next the pro here's the problem. Especially like we see all these coaches get fired in you know in their first season. There's two coaches this year that that you know didn't make it to Black Monday of their first season, right? Yeah. Um, the next year is going to be really rough for Arizona because Kyler is not going to be there on day one. You know, yeah. So I, I don't know. And I that's don't know a franchise. You know, when when Kyler was throwing the uh, the Hale Murray to to Nook to beat the um, to beat the Bills, and when they started seven and zero last year, there mm-hmm. was so much excitement around that franchise. They had found this sort of the next Russell Wilson, although maybe at the, in twenty twenty two that doesn't seem like a compliment, but it was for most of the last decade. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a young guy who can create plays, you know, extend plays with his legs and. He seemed like he was definitely worth it. And now all the bloom is off the rose. Everybody's hating on him. I I, I mean, I, I still don't think that the Cardinals can re- regret that contract because just the alternative is to just be in like, you know, the hell that you've been in as a Jets fan for the last 15 years. Yeah, no, I don't think they should regret it. But I do think you look at that team and there's very little. On, there's not there's very. Yeah, there's really they're basically there, starting no. over except for a highly paid quarterback. Which is not they pick quarterback. And I mean, their players are old. Like Connor is old. Hopkins is now going to be old. Yeah. Um. By the way, how sad was to see the AJ Green play yesterday? The touchdown. Like, yeah. Yeah. They jumped out to the seven nothing lead. He looked 425 years old. AJ Green. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't think they have. Uh, he's um, going to be the only person I would assume in NFL history to make Pro Bowls seven consecutive years to start your career and not make the Hall of Fame. Who is? Oh, AJ Green. You mean he, yeah. all he had to do was just be mediocre and he couldn't do that, basically. Well, it was sort of a technicality that he made seven straight pole balls because it was kind of a weird thing that he did. But. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it, yeah. And then he fell off a cliff like extremely. Yeah. Extremely. I mean, d- defensively, they have some young guys, but they're on- the only person on the team with even six sacks just retired. Yeah. Oh, wait, Watts only 33. I'm, I'm a little surprised Watts retiring. It would not I mean, shock that, me. That's not an unusual he, age for a guy like that to retire. A dozen years is uh, not. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if he, because I, I, I always thought he would want to play with his brothers. Yeah. And it's not like he's not good anymore. He had a bounce back year this year. He I mean, he did make a big point of his retirement more than most guys do. Yes. Well, he's always, that's always yeah, been his thing. He's sure. Very, you know. So I'd be a little surprised if he came back. But yeah, why can't he sign with a team in December? Why can't he join his brother down the stretch? He can't, he can't, you know, be part of the rotation as, as an edge guy coming in for 20 snaps. Oh, no. Uh, Talent wise, of course he could. He, yeah. you know, he could get a decent contract. Yeah. Be- I mean, this was his best year in like three or four years. Yeah. He, well, he'd only, in like the last seven years, he only had one other double digit. Uh, well, he barely played. Before. He was like a supernova. He's three straight. Yeah. I mean, he was like an inner circle Hall of Famer whose career ended extremely quickly and then sort of came back and stretched out a little bit. And I think my guess is that the reason he's retiring is because he had a good year. Now he wanted to leave on a high, on a decent note and not just sort of fizzle out of the league the way he was the last two or three years. Yeah. But yeah, um, listen, if somebody calls him next November and says, Hey, come join us for six weeks at a playoff right. run. And, and he's never here. won a Super Bowl, right? He's never been yeah. to a Super Bowl. So yeah. Um, yeah. Carolina. I, what do you think about them keeping Wilkes? Now there's two guys out there, Harbaugh and Peyton that I don't know if either of them end up finding a team. Harbaugh seems to be, 
courting teams, whereas teams are courting. Yeah, this Peyton. is the same thing he did last year with the Vikings. Yeah, Harbaugh's desperate to go to the NFL. It is so weird because every time he tells Michigan he's coming back, you could be more. Honestly, sane. last year we were like, you know what? I don't think he could win a title. And then after this year, even though they lost to TCU, it's like, oh, he definitely could win a title at Michigan. Why is he doing this? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Why I mean, does he want to go to the NFL? He's already done it. He hasn't won a Super Bowl, but like he's already been successful. It's, so it's not like uh, or maybe he's not know. into like the recruiting aspect of the gig. I don't know. I mean, they're different jobs. I mean, college coaches traditionally have much more power. So you think it'd be. Uh, and, and, yeah, and I have I, no idea. I mean, and, and the problem, coach, problem is he nobody wants to make a, GM. A, a, GM. a big ego, powerful college coach is the most powerful guy on his campus. Right. Uh-huh. You'll never be that in the NFL because you have an owner on top of you. You have a president on top of you. You know, like you have. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why, but uh, listen, he obviously wants to go to the NFL. Uh, yeah. So, I, but what do you think? Do 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 you think he gets he keeps the job, or do you think um, they they hire a big name? Who Wilkes in Carolina? Yeah, Wilkes in Carolina. I would think Tepper's going to go with a big name, right? He did last. Yeah, time players seem to want Wilkes. Yeah, but the players always say that, right? When do the yeah. players say that? Yeah. When do the guys in the locker room say? Well, that I haven't heard any player. I didn't hear the players say they want Lovey. I mean, they may have said that, but yeah. I mean, have you heard anything from any player in Houston this year? <laughs> Not really. They've really yeah. didn't. Um, I mean, are you sad the regular season's over? I had a tinge of sadness as um as, Of course as, I'm sad. No, somebody at work who who was like got into very into fancy this year but didn't have a lot of NFL experience before that was like, Oh man, the playoffs suck. I was like, What do you mean? It's like there's just one game at a time. So well, as a Jets fan, your season's your season always ends with the regular season. So Yeah. Oh. I mean, usually before the end. But yes. Um but yeah, of course. No more red zone for, for eight months. It's like we live, yeah, I live red zone the red zone. So of course. <laughs> yeah. No, it's tough. Um, we, we, I'm uh, definitely you know, bummed, but we we but, what are we? We have 13 games left. That's not a lot of games. It's not a lot of games. Not a lot of games. You have to cher- um, you have to cherish them. Each it one. It is true. Cherish, like a cherish the hand. cabin, like the cabin. Yeah. Um. And, um yeah. Uh, Denver. I, I saw so Denver clearly is the team that's looking to make the biggest splash. I do believe that they would trade for Peyton. I think that probably will happen. Now, why would Peyton want that job if he could get a different job? I mean, I don't I, think I, it's impossible that he listen, goes back to New Orleans it's either. It's not also. that dissimilar from the Zach Zach Wilson conversation we were having last week with the Vikings, except Russell yeah. actually has a decade of NFL like stardom to, to point out, which Zach doesn't. But like the point is, think of where you were, what your opinion of this quarterback was before, like four months ago, before September. Yeah, you would have right? killed for him. Now, yeah. so you let want me ask to you run a question. You're confident that one season, him? one season, Russ, Carr, Garoppolo. Who would you want? I mean, based on what? Like coming into the season, we obviously would have said. Right now, if you had to, if for one season, you needed to have one of them, all in the same contract. Russ Clark Garoppolo. All right. So everybody hates Russ right now. And with good reason, I understand, right? He had a disastrous season. It was supposed to be his best season. And it turned out the opposite. All that having been said, let's Uh look at his numbers on the year. Okay. Not good, but they're not like that much worse then Carr, in fact, I'm looking at this actually kind of funny. Russ and Carr both finished with exactly 3,433 yards to the yard, the exact same yardage. That's passing uh-huh. yards plus rushing yards minus sack yards. So, I mean, literally the exact same number of yards. Um, they both played 15 games exactly, so there's no game advantage there. Um, you know, a c- Carr was a little bit a little bit better, had a few more touchdowns. Um, He's lost 4% percentage points on completion percentage two years in a row. Russell no, Ru- Ru- no, Ru- Russ. Yes, Russ Crater down to sixty percent. By EPA, I think cars. he was like worse than. Carr. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick. You know, maybe I'm the opposite of, of Belichick. I'm one year too late rather than one year too early. But I'm gonna stick with the order I would have had before the season, which is Russ Carr Garoppolo in that order. Okay. Even though based on this year's performance, you would argue it's probably the reverse. Garoppolo. Yeah, Carr, yeah. Wilson. I think a lot of people would would definitely take the reverse. Yes. Yeah, but I think the Brock Purdy just proves the fact that like. Garoppolo is fine, and San Francisco's always known he's fine, right? Like, they went to Super Bowl with him. They almost went to another one last year. Like, they know he's fine. The reason mm-hmm. that they decided to go after Trey Lance is they wanted more than fine, right? The same right. reason the Chiefs dumped Alex Smith for Mahomes or, or, or the 49ers before that dumped Alex Smith for Kaepernick. Like, you're, you're chasing the home run ball. Garoppolo is not a home run ball. Carr is not a home run ball. Wilson still, in theory, is at 34 because, you know, we, we saw it for most of his career from, you know, 2014 to 2020 or whatever. Now, what so, about the Indianapolis job? Would anybody want the Indianapolis job? I mean, it's, a, it's an NFL head coaching job. If, if that's your gig, yeah, of course you want a, a job. But they're the same. I mean, they really remind me a lot of, like, the mid-90s Vikings. Just year after year, you have you have 2-53, to 53, a good team, and you're like... But I don't just... even think 2-53 to 53 is good right now. Well, I don't, they're worse I don't think... than they have been, for sure. 
but they still have enough pieces that if they had a good quarterback, like there's a re- like coming into the year, we thought they were going to win about nine games. And that's with Carson yeah. Wentz. Um, excuse me. That's with um with Matt Ryan, who neither one of us had any respect for anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Now yeah. they went 0 and 5 without Ryan. Sure. Yeah. Yes. They have a couple pieces in Taylor and Pittman who are still you know going to be 24 and 26 next year. Still relatively young. I mean, Pittman's, but, what is Pittman, a top 30 receiver and, and, and Taylor's a running back who's, you know, already has. Uh, yeah. Well, they don't have much more than that. They really they don't really have. I mean, their offensive line is not as good as it was two or three years ago, but no. And, still, and their front seven on defense is bad. Like they don't have a lot of good defensive players. Even Quentin Nelson, who was on his way to the Hall of Fame, had a bad year. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we talk about like this is not a thing that coaches ever consider or coaching prospects when choosing a job. But if you look at the division, even with Trevor Lawrence's emerging and, and maybe you think Jacksonville is going to be legit for the next few years, there's nothing in Tennessee that scares you. There's certainly nothing in Houston that scares you. No, I think I think this is always the, the division you want to go to. But. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, and the, the Colts have created, you know, granted, it was with, you know, 20 years of Hall of Fame quarterback with um, with Peyton and then, uh, you know, a few years of luck before he retired early. But like they, they've they've shown that they have a culture of winning there and that they can succeed if, if you know, if they get that great quarterback. So, um. I think and then is there is there anybody else that you think is in danger? I guess the, the hottest seat right now is probably Dennis Allen just said to the media he thinks he's keeping his job. He's only been there one year. It would be weird to fire him after it was a weird hire, but it would be weird to fire him after one year. Yeah. Uh, that was a seven and ten team. I don't understand what happened with Jameis, but I don't think that's why he's gonna get fired. I the only thing I could see happening, I think if he's not the coach, it's because they bring back Peyton and try and make him Back's a DC. Yeah. Um, because it's easier. They don't have yeah. to. I mean, and then for Peyton, it's easier. He doesn't have to, go to a... do that. But I just, you know, I, I would just be shocked. They would have done it already. Him. Like if they wanted Peyton so bad, if this was really a thing, it would have happened already, I think. And I just don't think that they're going to judge McCarthy based on a single playoff game because, you know, their previous coach stuck around forever and ever and ever with, with, with no playoff success. And you think this, there's a chance the fans can get fired this week. No. Because I think the whole, you know, they're the ones writing it off, right? They knew yeah. that they were signing Watson. They knew they were getting 11 games of Brissett. They knew it was a transitional year. You know, the goal was maybe we we weasel our way into a wild card because we go six and five with Jacoby or whatever, and then, and then Watson, you know, takes off. Watson was worse than Brissett, much worse. Um, uh-huh. and, and, you know, obviously they did not make the play. Well, what? They finished seven and 10, though, and their, their point differentials, well, I'm going to guess it's minus 20 or something off the top of my head. Like, yeah. it's probably yep. pretty close to zero. So they're not a bad team. The big question there, obviously, is, is Watson going to be what he was for all of his career until the last two years when we didn't see him? And then, you know, six weeks when he didn't look so good. But I don't think you don't. I, Stefanski got the best he, the career out of Baker Mayfield, right? He got a career yeah. year in Minnesota um, out of like Case Keenum. I, I I think you have to. If, if Stefanski and Watson suck next year, that's his last year. But I would be very surprised if he's fired right now. Yeah. Uh, and then Ron Rivera, I think, is the other coach that could be on the Wait, hot we seat. Just, we did a whole podcast about this last week. Why are we doing the same thing again? Well, because you now it's like it's, it's 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 easy to look at. And Arthur Smith, we haven't talked about really at all. Fourteen touchdowns last two week. Years. You said last week there was no chance he was getting fired. Yeah, no, I don't think he will. I mean, that division sucks. Is Desmond Ritter the starting quarterback here next year? No, I don't think so. I think so. Are they chasing one of the vets? Are they trying to draft someone? What is what's their plan? So the Falcons, let's see the draft order. I think they're like probably. I mean, there are so many free agent quarterbacks available, much more than we normally see. Yes. I mean, the musical chair starts at the top. So like who's going to be the best guy available? I don't think Lamar will be available just because those guys like that are never available. But but, well, but uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, Cousins and, and Breeze are the only, you know, above average free agent quarterbacks basically ever. Um, uh-huh. and Lamar is better than either one of them. I mean, Breeze ends up being better, but Lamar is Atlanta is the eighth Breeze. pick, so you can yeah. get like the third QB there, maybe. But and you can always trade if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but so let's talk about Lamar for a second. I mean, he's missed at least a quarter of the season consecutive years. Yeah, that has to be. We don't even know if he's playing this week in the playoff game. I think the line reflects that. You know, the sort of trying to to balance. I think it he's out. probably not. I think they're just hoping to get back Huntley. Yeah, it's um. So, so do you give the guy a quarter billion dollars? He put together yeah, because someone arguably else the greatest I mean, season we've uh, ever seen. Five teams will give him a quarter billion if they don't. The Jets would. The Falcons would. Yeah. Washington well, or, would. Or, or do they do what Washington did and piss off, piss him off the way they pissed off Cousins by franchising him, forcing him to stay there for a couple of years at $35 million a year or whatever. And then I don't think he'll do it. I don't think he'll do it. Well, he doesn't have a choice if they franchise him. 
I mean, he could say I'm not playing trade. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yes, he, he, yes, he doesn't technically have a choice. Practically speaking, yeah, he can refuse and he can, you know, play hardball. And, and by the way, if I was in my hundred percent would, right. You know, you never know how, how long your career is going to last, you know, get yeah. your paper when you can. So, um, all right, but let's, let's, can we talk about the playoffs a little bit before we uh, start talking about coaches firing? Yeah. Can look, can I guess, uh, can I guess lines? You still don't know the lines and you haven't seen them. So I know the Wild. San Francisco Seattle line, I think is 10. Is that your guess or that's what you No, no, I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. Well, what would your guess be and, if you hadn't seen it? Um Yeah, it would probably be eight and a half or nine or something. All right. Well, I'll give you ten nine. is high for a playoff game. All right, I'll give I'll give you nine. It, it is ten. So um I said ten and a half, so I was closer than you. <laughs> all right. Um I mean listen, we all wanted Detroit in this game, or even Green Bay in this game, honestly. I think Seattle's the least interesting part. Like Seattle's defense sucks, right? Uh-huh. The big question is like, can Brock Purdy, you know, who's jumped out to this ridiculous six and zero start, is the playoffs a different animal? Is there additional pressure? Is being the last pick listen, they're gonna go down ten nothing in one game and you're gonna be like, Oh shoot, it's Brock Purdy. I bet Yeah, but that's not gonna Purdy. happen. Seattle's defense is so bad. I just I don't Oh, I don't think I didn't say it's gonna happen against yeah. Seattle. San Francisco played Seattle twice this happen. year. We saw it. It's a divisional matchup. They beat them handily both times. I mean, you're a Vikings fan. Do you fear this team? San Francisco or Seattle? Do you fear San Francisco? Obviously, you don't fear Seattle. Of course, I fear San Francisco. They're my Super Bowl pick. Yeah, but I mean, you fear Brock Purdy? Well, I mean, as a Vikings fan, uh, the Vikings have proven that Mike White and Mac Jones and we can make anybody look good. Yeah, it is crazy. He's thrown at least two touchdowns in every start. Completed 67% of his passes. Mm -hmm. His numbers are like legitimately decent. Um, gets rid of the ball quickly. Uh, yeah. okay. I don't want to make picks yet, though. It's early um, in the week. Okay, but yeah, I, I so, just uh, this is I don't see any scenario. I mean, listen, anything's possible, obviously, but it's sixty minutes. But Seattle's defense is so bad. San Francisco's defense is so good. I I just don't see any scenario where this game is even close. Uh huh. So I what are the other was, what are the other as a Vikings fan who wanted the seven seed to pull an upset? It was the worst case scenario to see Seattle in this game. It was weird because emotionally I was rooting for Detroit last night, obviously, you know, like a good American. But like I, I wanted the Packers in the playoffs because I've never seen like everyone rally around a team like that. Like the whole country is bummed out today that the Lions didn't make the playoffs. It's I funny. mean, oh, three and oh, four, the Red Sox Yankee series. That's true. But yeah. but you still get the point. Like, I mean, it the, really, the Giants. That is a nice for, story. The but... Giants passed for Pat's first Super Bowl. Really, any of the Pats Super Bowls? Anytime Duke really, plays, or really the Bucks or, or the team that's the Yankees spot. play, or I mean, anytime any like you know team that everybody the, the national team. Anytime the Cowboys play, anytime one of those super national you know America's teams play, everyone else who hates them roots against them. The Bucks are the team that stole the spot. The Seahawks deserve to make it, and so do the Lions. The well, Bucks did nothing all year. That we have, yeah, yeah. All right, what's what's what are the other NFC games? Well, so we're not going sequentially by time. We're going by conference. Oh, we could go by sequentially by time. All right. Uh, give me right. the other. Saturday. So, uh, you know, there was lots of chat. The patron chat is all very, very excited about discussing the schedule. Who's going to get the shape? We like to. I don't know why we like doing the schedule so much. Yeah. And it and really affects saw the, I'm the only person whose life it even remotely affects. Nobody saw Seattle San Francisco coming in as the early game. That was a shock. Uh-huh. Everybody assumed it was the next game, which is the Saturday night game. Now, Chargers and Jacksonville. Jacksonville, one of the smallest markets in the league. Chargers yeah. don't have a market at all. I mean, ostensibly don't have in a market. LA, but yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, they don't have. A market. Yeah. I'm, I'm very surprised to see this game here. That, that, that Seattle, San Francisco is the early game and then that Jacksonville gets a primetime game. Um, Yeah. I mean, Seattle, San Francisco is not a great TV game, but I, I hear what you're saying. So that's the shaky I mean, game. San technically, San, San Francisco is a major team. Oh, for sure, for sure. But it's still Brock Purdy against Geno Smith, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Herbert and 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 Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this is a quarterback matchup. We might see another half dozen times in the next day. No, this is an amazing. Playoffs. I mean, this is a better game. Like, it's not maybe the most exciting television game, but yeah, this is this could be a really good game. Now, remember, we talked about it as one of the weird results of the year. It ended up not being so weird because the Jaguars were a little better than we thought. The thirty-eight ten. Jacksonville went yeah went into L.A. early week three and won thirty-eight to ten. Yeah. Well, first of all, Herbert was banged up. Yeah, but Jacksonville's playing much better as of late. I, I was the one when Jacksonville was two and six. I kept saying they're the anti-Vikings. They're losing every one score game. I kept saying they're actually a good team. So I'm glad that that's sort of a bear. It, it didn't. Yeah, bear well, I like enough. both these teams. Yeah, unfortunately, my Peterson coach of the year preseason picked. Uh, you know, they lost. They, they lost too many close games. If they, if instead of going two and six, they were four and four in those games, right? They'd be eleven and six right now. And maybe yeah, they'd be, uh, cashing those. Uh, but, so uh, by the way, we still have built. We lost almost all of our bets. Our only bet that we won was uh, Texans under four and a half wins. We have two bets alive still. One is Bills. We, we almost lost. Not, we almost won Niners first seed. We needed one more Eagles loss or one more Niners win. 
Yeah. Um, Bills Chargers AFC t- title game we have, and then Jalen Carter be picked over first overall, which stayed alive after yesterday. It's possible if the Bears can't find a trade, then it's certainly an option for them. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I just, I the I, I think the Bears are either going to trade that pick or trade Justin Fields. I just don't. Oh, why not? Where, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're no, not taking I, a non-quarterback when there's so when, when there's right, a couple sometimes of sometimes like, it's hard stud to make quarterbacks. a trade. Someone has to blow you away. You're not going to just get take the best offer there. You have to be blown yeah. Away. Well, let's say the Jets decide that they love. Um, they love Young or they love Stroud. Sure. What are they offering? Okay, so you're the Bears, okay? Mm-hmm. I offer you, and and so the Bears have decided they're going to keep Fields. I offer you my pick, which is the twelfth pick. Uh huh. All right. I offer you Sauce Gardner. Okay. I mean, as good a season as we've ever seen a rookie corner have. Yeah, I offer you Sauce Gardner and a second round pick next year. No, that's not enough. Or well, now, what if I say first? So two first and Sauce Gardner. I still don't think that's enough. You don't think that's enough? I Two first and a second to go from twelve to one. I mean, it's a big jump. Twelve to one. Sa- 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 Sauce is the equivalent of you know. Uh, well, Sa- t- where would Sauce get drafted if he if he joined? I mean, he wouldn't be outside the top five. He was fourth last no, year. He, he's no, he's got, no, he's got to be a top three or four pick. That's what I'm saying. So you're getting Sauce yeah. and the twelfth pick and another first round pick. I think he'd be I mean, there at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any interest in Justin Fields while we're talking about trades? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I would take Justin Fields. What would you trade for Justin Fields in addition to the number 12? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Oh, wait, I guess you're not trading the number 12 pick because they're keeping the number one in that case, Chicago. Or you are keeping the number. Yeah. So you're giving them the number 12. So they get the one and the 12. They're going to well, take I think Bryce you'd Young. have to give up more than 12 for Fields. Probably. Oh, no. Yeah. So what else are you giving? Would you give up, probably, would you give up I, the 12 and sauce? No, I wouldn't. I don't think you'd have to give up sauce for Fields. I you think I wow. think. Well, I, th- I think to me, Sauce has two first round picks. I don't think you'd have to give up the twelve and two for two more first round picks. I mean, Justin Fields. I think I think the answer exciting. is the twelve and next year's first round, and then maybe a he's middle. He's very exciting to watch. He's great for fantasy. Uh huh. But he's, I mean, he's worse than Kyler Murray right now for sure. He's. I think he's, he could get better, but also like the he could. He's worse he has, than Jay- the fact I mean, look, that he has wheels means that he can at least make like Wilson can't make up for the fact that he's probably never going to be good. But Fields has like a floor at least for the next few years. That he can make plays with his legs. Well, in fantasy or in real life, he has a floor in fantasy for sure. In real life, I'm just not sure. I mean, listen, no, he could. Life. If you put him into, if you replace Jalen Hurts with Justin Fields and you give him everything around him that that Hurts has in Philly, yeah, okay, then maybe. But you're, you're not going to get that with the Jets or with virtually any other team. No, the Jets need to rebuild their offensive line. Anyway, yeah. um, all, all right. So, so what, what's the, your guess for this line for our um for the the, the Chargers uh, Jaguars game that I'm shocked is not being played three hours earlier? Jaguar. I heard that the Jaguars are underdogs, but I would I think I would have said Jacksonville by one. Okay, yeah, I, I thought Jacksonville was going to be a slight favorite here. Also, I said actually two and a half. So I thought I thought it was basically a coin flip, and then they get the home field advantage. And what I, is I'm it? shocked. I'm shocked by this line. Chargers. The Chargers by two and a half? The advanced stats lo- treat the Chargers the same way as the Vikings. Um, you know, they were basically a middle of the pack team who got a little bit of lucky with the schedule and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, Her- Herbert's stats are uh, disturbingly similar to Cousins. Jackson was a much better team, has a much better scoring dis- uh, scoring t- differential. They're higher in like EPA. Like I just, I'm very confused by this line. Well, why why are the Chargers favored on the road in Jacksonville? Why are the I I don't well what's the line two and a half. It's uh, it, it it's one and a half for for the for for the Chargers. I saw two also somewhere, but they'll say one and a half. That's that's the line I'm going with here. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Um, before we get to uh the Sunday games, uh, yeah. you want to do commercial? Yeah. So last week we promised uh that we were gonna have a special a special uh sponsor honoree mm-hmm. the whole month. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, do we lie? Uh, we lied. Yeah, we have to bump them. You know, you can have uh, two commercials like you don't you don't watch TV. It's not like oh, we're only let a Gillette commercial. Nothing. Else. Well, we shouldn't even say Gillette. Gillette sucks. We would never would not let, let them advertise. OK, fine. So we have two sponsors in this week's episode. This week's episode okay. is sponsored by Harrison Kaltenbach, our favorite 15 year old. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. But also. It's a new year. Yeah. And uh, your friends at Manscaped say new year, new balls. The ball has new officially year, dropped. New balls. The ball has officially dropped, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you have dropped the ball on your balls in 2023. Okay. Whether you had a New Year's kiss or not, Akiva, did you have a New Year's kiss? No, I have not. Definitely not in this year. No. Even if it's 365 yeah. days. See, I keep going. Well, what is, what is, how much time, you know, like uh, on Curb Famously, you can't say Happy New Year's on January 17th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How late in the year can you get your first kiss of the year? But, well, it's no, you're your first kissing. 
Yeah, I'm anti-kissing. Uh, um, I don't. I don't know. It's a good question. I'd like to bring Mira on and discuss this with her. At New Year's, I don't think right now. I hear three boys yelling. I don't think she'd be in the, interested in, in, in a New mood. Year's kiss. Yeah, I think I think I might have to ask her again in 2024. It's probably my next. My mm. next. Uh, my wife. Uh, I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast, but I'm about to anyway. And not even a patron episode. Look at this oversharing. Um, Saturday night after we put the kids to bed, uh, yeah. like Jen's lying in bed, and I came in late next to her, and I said, "Hey, do you want to do something nice together?" And she got like so mad at me. <laughs> She's like, "I'm so exhausted." I was just dealing with the kids all day. I was just dealing with everything. And I have to deal with you. And now you like you're giving me euphemisms for sex. I'm like, no, I meant like do anything, like watch a show. <laughs> just like I meant just like hang out. Yeah. And she was like yeah. so mad. She just assumed I was like pressuring her. And I was like, I was mm-hmm. saying, like, let's hang out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry that hang out with you is hang out with me such a burden. I mean, maybe yeah, no, she was just disgusted by the idea. And she knew you meant watch a show. She just even that repulsed her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's okay. be honest. There was a place I was hoping that night was going to end up anyways. Yeah, no, she was 100 percent right. You yeah. Just, Spo- you were able spoiler to alert. It, it did not get there. But if it had gotten there, hopefully she would have been impressed that in this new year, the new balls perfectly manscaped. Jeez. Yeah. Whether you have a New Year's kiss or not, the leaders mm-hmm. below the waist grooming here have you covered. For your much needed resolution, what, what what was your resolution for the new year? Was it to bring your sexy back? No, that was not my resolution. Hmm. I guess you can't bring something back if it hasn't been there yet. No, it hasn't been there in a very long time, maybe ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, my new my new year's resolution. I'll make one up now. Um, uh, nap more. yourself more. Naps. This, is a, this, is a, more this, naps. Is a, this is an ad read. Did you forget about that part? Oh, okay, fine. Uh, two things: uh, more manscape, more naps. Yeah. Now, uh, it, the ad copy for last year, we would talk about the six billion men worldwide who trust Manscaped, yeah. right? But I got news for yeah. you. Yeah. A million men, a million men joined Manscaped one million men. Over, the, over, the, over the Christmas, New Year's break. And now you can be one of the seven million men. So you don't think it was at 6.9 and now it's at like 7.1. You think they mm. added a million customers over New Year's. All right, there's nothing that Manscaped and, and sponsors in general like more than when you talk about the Holocaust during their ad read. So no, no, I mean, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it. No, there was there was this there's this like British um like guy who like fights like bigotry on, online or whatever, and he was okay. talking to this like um this British neo Nazi, and the neo Nazi's uh-huh. like, isn't it a magical coincidence that exactly six million Jews died, not five hundred ninety nine thousand? And so the other guy's like, oh, wait a geez. second, you thought that when they say six million, they meant the exact actual number? No, it's like six point four or something, or six. Oh, I, I don't know. Whatever. The point is, they're rounding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Manscaped is rounding as well. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> There's no better way to commemorate the six million than to join one of the six million. Nay, seven. No, 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 no. This has to come out. This has to come out. No, Manscaped's got to love it all. No, no, no. They will actually. Uh, no, you got to take it out. They're gonna cancel our 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 extremely lucrative contract. <laughs> all right. Anyway, you can put this. You can put listen, this, you know what our patron episode is? Go to manscaped.com. Use the code 32FANS. And what mm-hmm. happens if you do that, Akiva? You get twenty percent off. And you're probably thinking that's it. You probably, I probably owe you something. Nope, free shipping. Yeah. Free shipping, <laughs> and I'm biting my tongue. But let's let's come back to Manscaped. Let's say let's have a toast, a new year, a new you, a new mm-hmm. you with no pubes. All right, Akiva, that's what we're beautiful. Going for. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh... I'm gonna get an email. I'm sorry, but we heard your latest ad reader. We think we need to sever the relationship early. Uh, clause seven point four of the contract clearly clearly says no invocations of the Holocaust. All right. During, uh, you gotta take. You reason. even have to take this. Out. I all leave right, it all next. in. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles; we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go to Sunday. Miami at Buffalo. That's the early game. Uh, I mean, you know, much like the seven seed. Well, there was no good team to make the seven seed in the AFC, right? With two injuries. Mm-hmm. Who did you want to see here? New England, Pittsburgh? Like, who's interesting here? Nobody. Nobody. No, none of those teams were interesting. Pittsburgh is probably the least bad of the options. 
Mm, no, they're boring. They're a boring team that sucks. Miami's the most interesting because in theory, like Tua could come back and they're okay, but they have too many injuries all over the place. Yeah. No, it's very sad. I mean, they deserve to make the playoffs, but we don't have to, we shouldn't have to watch them. Sure, they deserve to make the playoffs, but this current iteration of them is not is not going to do anything. No, I mean, this was like the worst. The the Skylar Thompson Dolphins were, was the worst team we've played in like six weeks. The Jets, yeah. like the, they they can't move the ball. Thompson is really can't complete a pass. It, it really is nuts that the Steelers were two and six. We're totally like, you know, bringing in a rookie quarterback just to see what we have. And somehow Tomlin keeps his streak going. It's crazy. It, it's they can't really lose. Like, that team is like allergic to losing. Yeah, it's really an unbelievable thing. Um, but yeah, but we so we have Buffalo here hosting Miami, Buffalo with all the momentum in the world, you know, the multiple kick returns. What is your guess for this line? I mean, this is assuming Skylar Thompson's playing. Skylar, Teddy Bridgewater. For both Baltimore and Miami, there's like three possibilities at quarterback. It's it's crazy. Let's say an even ten. Even ten. All right. Um, this one was only ten and a half. I went way too high. I said twelve and a half. Okay. I thought they might even push it to almost two touchdowns. So you're going to beat me here. This line seems too low. No, it's kind of low, but we've but seen maybe Miami they're play hedging with Buffalo for, Tua? for 120 minutes. But that was all with Tua. Yeah, maybe they're hedging for Tua. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, if Tua comes, in, then if, if they thought Tua was coming, I think they would just have no line for now, right? Uh-huh. Or they put a massive vid because if Tua comes, this drops below a touch or at least a seven and a half. I'd say at the lowest, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, assuming the two is, you know, but whatever. This is all speculative. I, I don't think we're going to see him, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, the Giants and Vikings. So that, that's the the four thirty game on Sunday. I, I'm flying. I'm landing at two forty on Sunday afternoon. So this is a, a great relief for me, unless my flight is delayed. I just I did not want to be in the first slot on Sunday, which is where I thought they were going to be. So I'm very relieved. Hmm. You shouldn't ever fly during the playoffs. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of confused. I mean, I guess I guess Giants Vikings. First of all, you have um, uh, the bigger market, and then also I guess you have you know expected to be a closer game. Then um, I'll say Vikings seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. All right. No, th- this is a, this is a field goal. I got this exactly. It's three. I don't the Vikings know are a three point favorite over the Giants. Yeah. What have you been watching? The Giants not being so good. Yeah, and the Vikings. I guess. I guess yeah. that line is really bad now. Yeah, I mean the the offensive line. The, oh, the Vikings, I can't have the Giants. This Giants team in a playoff game, please. The Vikings. Uh, the Vikings Bears game was the preseasonist game I've ever seen. Like there was, I don't think Cousins was pressured once, and in both directions, nobody was hitting each other. The goal was very clearly for the Vikings. Let's not get anybody injured. Uh huh. It was like, it was just a, it was an unwatchably stupid game, and um, it, it but it did not. You know what I. The only good thing is we got some reps for, you know, the, the, their third string center who had to come in, uh, you know, in Green Bay and, and looked like a disaster. And at least they, you know, the Vikings did not have any fumbles. But again, they weren't putting any pressure. My big concern for this game is I think that the biggest strength of the Giants, like the, if you sort of line up position versus position, uh-huh. the only place. And again, you can argue that the Jones and, and the Giants shitty receivers might have an advantage on the Vikings secondary because everybody has. But like, not really. The only advantage that the Giants have in this game, but I think it's a really big one is they have like legitimate stars on that defensive line. Yes. Thibodeau and Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams, who I assume he's healthy. I think he sat out last week, but they sat out every Yeah, I think he'll be fine for this week. So, I mean, th- th- those three alone are like are three studs. And especially, you know, like like uh, Lawrence up the middle with the Vikings on their third string center. Um, uh, Brian O'Neill, who is, you know, what was their best graded tackle all year. He's 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 gone for the year, even into next year. They're bringing in Udo and. I was thinking about this. You know, Brian O'Neill gives up, I think, less than one pressure per game, right? Uh-huh. When you have a bad, you know, Udo, his replacement, his PFF grades when he's played have been in like the 40s usually, which is extremely, extremely bad. He's going to give up like, instead of one pressure game, he's going to give up like six pressures a game. And the question is like, can Cousins and the Vikings survive those five extra pressures? Can Cousins and the Vikings, especially when it's a big third down and all of a sudden he's 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 under siege immediately, are those ending, are those ending drives early are those leading to turnovers like the vikings have to sort of be able to way to thread that needle because there's just their offensive line is really really bad now after for most of the year frankly the best offensive line performance they've gotten in a long time and that's just that's the strength of this giants team is the front four yeah no it's not i i hear it's not a great matchup but i i still think that hey, you guys will be fine 
I mean, I expect that, listen, the Vikings have Jefferson and no one else does. But the other thing we need to see is how much did other teams learn from what Green Bay did, right? Jefferson was doubled on every single play. They, they put their best corner on him, following him all over the field. And in addition to that, they had a safety over the top. Every single play, they were doubling the entire game. And Delvin Cook and the running game has not done anything to take advantage of that. The Vikings running game. And so the question is, will Jefferson, he'll be at home. He won't need to wear like the heavy uh, cleats that he didn't want to wear in Lambeau with like the muddy field. You know, next week in San Francisco, I'm worried about that. But they'll be at home. They're faster at home. So I think Jefferson should be fine. But I'm. we haven't really seen him. Again, the Bears was a nothing game. We haven't really seen Jefferson light somebody up since what the Packers did him. So that's another mm-hmm. reason I have a little bit of apprehension here. So, I mean, I think three points is the right line. Like, if the Vikings were healthy and things were going the way they were supposed to be, then I think this line, I don't think it would have been seven and a half like you said, but I think it would have been about five or so. But, um, yeah, I think three is probably the right line here. Hmm. All right. Cincy Baltimore, I'm going to say is. I got this one on the nose. I'm going to say six and a half. Oh, wow. So did you. Yeah, I just think that if Lamar is there, I think it's Cincy by three, probably. Right? Well, I think, well, it's more than three because we haven't seen him in a while, but I think it's the perfect middle for the reason you just said. Because, yeah, if Lamar, if, once Lamar's confirmed out, but I think six and a half assumes Hundley because you saw them last week with Brown. And I no, don't think if they it's could... over, if, if once Lamar's confirmed out, this Hundley's is way better than, better than Brown. Sure, but Brown I is like that, not even a good college. I, this is, I'm, I think this goes over a touchdown if once Lamar's confirmed out. I think I think the reason that this line is only six and a half right now is because they're is trying to hedge. Lamar hedge. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and then yeah, I have no idea on Dallas Tampa, but I I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. Um, if you get this exactly, you beat me this week. It would be a very exciting moment oof. for you. I'm gonna guess Dallas by two and a half. No, you said the same thing as me. So uh, I'm I'm gonna edge you. Uh, we we each win the same number, but I was uh, closer in total points. Um, it's uh, it's Dallas by three, so you basically got it. You're right there. Yeah, I mean the thing the the Tampa destruction of Dallas week one definitely scares me. Um, Dak kind of becoming bad scares me, but I mean, listen, you got Brady and and Dak here. Other than Jalen Hurts, and and I guess your quarterback, like look, the NFC quarterbacks are are uh, you know AFC. We have the three best guys in the league. In Allen Mahomes and Burrow, and then you have Herbert, who who might be fourth. You have Lawrence, who's up and coming. Like the AFC is so stacked. I mean, has been as good as it, yeah, um, with QBs. Um, and so the NFC, you have a forty-five-year-old. I mean, what Gino. To, what is how did Dak you have miss Daniel four Jones. games and still lead the league in interceptions? It's just crazy. He's yeah. been really bad. Yeah. Right, like they they were playing. They they had reason to play in that game. Right, Philly was struggling early against the Giants. Washington has, is trotting out Sam. He Hauser. can't be healthy. So you think? Wait. So your theory is Dak is injured? I mean, it could be. There's got to like, be something wrong, or just you haven't like heard that anywhere else. No. Fifteen interceptions from Dak. Yeah, it just doesn't seem right. Yeah, well. he's not under pressure a lot compared to mm-hmm. the other good quarterbacks. Correct. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, it doesn't, but but there it is. So anyway, um, we'll pick the games on the Patreon. We'll do other stuff on the Patreon. Um, we got to go look for a new sponsor now for the podcast. <laughs> this is a short episode. That's all you want to do? Yeah, yeah, I got I got to eat dinner. I got stuff to do. What What are you having for dinner tonight? I my wife said, "What do you want?" I said, "I don't know." Something with potatoes. So I think she made something mm. with potatoes. Okay. All right. I had a uh, Saturday night. I had a uh, three different kinds of potatoes for dinner. Potatoes three ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Of Did potatoes. you make them or you went to like a no no, no it, was, it was leftovers from Shabbat. Okay. I had I had roasted potatoes and okay. potato. I I know the point is nobody cares, but I had three kinds of potatoes. Potatoes are fine, but you should probably eat something in addition to potatoes. No, I think she made something else, but I'm not sure what because yeah. I've been I've been in here for a while. Does, does does your wife make dinner for you seven days a week? I sort of she makes it for the kids and like I'm I'm like thrown in, I think. OK, but that's pretty good. You guys have a, a like a homemade dinner every day. That's that's pretty exciting. I mean, we'll do leftovers. Usually Sunday nights we'll do leftovers from Shabbat. OK, Um, I'll try and like bring something home once, especially if it was like just for me, her and the older kids. It's like a waste. Of, the boys don't eat anything. So it's a waste yeah. for them. OK, Um, yeah. Thursday night, sometimes I'll bring something home. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, she usually makes me food. She doesn't have to make me, you know, I like I I I'm good for lunch because we get lunch through work. 
so she doesn't have to make me anything else. So, yeah. Oh, know. one other it's- thing. So, you know, I do my little power rankings every week and I was comparing my uh, my end of season power rankings. OK, to my preseason power rankings and looking at the teams that I personally was most wrong on mm-hmm. or, or, or wrong or the teams that just, you know, improved or struggled the most this year. But yeah. um, you want to run through those quickly? Some sort of uh, on the pa- on the Patreon. That's not that's for the patrons. Okay, all right. All right look so at that, the, look at wait, picks. but um, have you seen this place rules? I was looking for something to watch tonight. This place rules. It's like an HBO documentary about um, January sixth. January sixth, like the attack on the Capitol. Hmm. Yeah. It's a documentary, or I mean, I haven't seen it. It's but, a documentary. Uh, is this the thing that Simmons mentioned at the top of his podcast? Yesterday? He might have. I have. I haven't listened yet. Uh, um. Anything else? Any anything that's come out in the last few weeks that I should watch? Yeah, a lot of stuff. But twenty twenty two, we're done with that. We're moving on to twenty twenty three. No, I'm saying the last couple of weeks. What should I watch? I gotta. I need to watch something right now. Oh, I just watched Fleischman is in trouble. Uh yeah. How is it? I was gonna. Re- I have the book, and I, I, I like. Oh, it's always like I have a, a order for my books. Like, all right, this is first, and like it's a batting order, basically. Like, Do you read one book next? at a time? No, because I lose them a lot over like between. I only touch them on Shabbat, and I lose them between Shabbat and the next week. Okay. Oh, so you just don't even finish them at all? You're saying? No, I eventually finish them. Like I'm in the middle of that Robert Moses book. I'm 200 pages in, but it's like 1300 pages. Yeah, you're something. like five percent in the way through. <laughs> um, and there's a couple other books like that too. I got a uh a, 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 a the Grant book. I got the Vince Lombardi book. I got. Oh, I, I don't really the Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi's career started in my neck of the woods. Uh, is that good? Yeah, of course, because they have a Vince Lombardi uh turnpike or whatever. Near no, no, I mean literally, like angle, like. Like he lived like a couple blocks away from me. Okay. And there's like no mention of him in Englewood at all. It's very strange. Yeah, but he's he's got stuff in Jersey, just maybe not in Englewood. In Jersey, property. but not here. His parents lived here his whole career when he was in like the coach of the, the the Giants and the Packers for years. His kids, uh, mm-hmm. his parents still lived in Englewood. I did read a whole book uh, in one afternoon uh, this week. So sometimes if I'm like really into something, I'll just I'll just uh, plow through it right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, hopefully people are plowing through this podcast and they're plowing through the next one uh, that'll drop on the patron feed in a day mm-hmm. or two. All right. All righty. Oh, and uh, and congrats to our uh, Irish friend Olin for uh, being the, the ultimate survivor, winning our 32 fan survivor fans. Oh, like the, the, the final remaining survivor out of 80. It's and coming it, home. It came home to Ireland. I didn't realize. Absolutely. And the outro song is, is in his honor today. So. Okay, fine. Uh, bye-bye. On the 4th of July, 1806, we set sail from the street called car. We were sailing away with the cargo of bricks for the Grand City Hall in New York. But a wonderful craft, she was rigged for the daft. And now how the wild wind over, she stood several blasts. She had 27 masts, and they called her the Irish Rover. We are one million bikes of the best lawyer rights. We had two million barrels of gold. Million barrels of our nanny goat's tails We have four million barrels of stone We have five million dogs Six million herds Seven million barrels of birds We have eight million hides Of our blind horses' hides And all that the Irish Rover There was our Mickey Cute Who played hard on his flute When the ladies lined up for a set he would tootle with skill for each sparkling quadrille To the dancers were fluted and bent When he smart, when he talked, he was cock on the walk And he rolled a dame under a dover They all knew at a glance when he took up his stance And he sailed in the Irish Rover Suddenly there was Hogan from County Tyrone There was Johnny McGurk who was scared to work on a man from a slave come along There was Slugger Optone who was drunk as a road And fighting that shy slave from Dover I am a man 
Greg McClung from the banks of the bank, the skipper and the Irish rover. For a sailor it's always a bother in life, it's so lonesome by night and by day. Then he longs for the shore, and the pity of her, who will melt all his troubles away. All the lies and the rout, filling punching and stout, for him soon is done and over. Of the love of a maid, he's never afraid, and no son from the Irish rover. We are sailors, Chevalier, for the razors broke out, and he sipped this way and the fog. And away the crew was just down a tune We set up and our captain's on time Then a ship struck a rock Oh Lord, what a shock So it was turned right over Curtain nine times around Then the poor old dog was drowned Last of the Irish Rover Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.